It's a pink princess hair podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Caleb and Marcus Uncensored. And I just want to be clear, ladies and gentlemen, by pink princess chair podcast, I mean I'm sitting in a pink princess chair when recording this podcast. That's my that's my location right now, Marcus. How are you doing? I'm great. Um, I'm excited to announce that you are officially sitting in the Queen Beauty Super Snap chair. That that's a good point. I didn't even think of that. Yeah, this is this might be the official Queen Super Snap Beauty or whatever that is. Um, I think I just totally butchered that name, chair. But um, it's way too small for me. And currently, as I'm sitting on it, it's like about to kind of like collapse underneath me um but but it's pretty comfortable so that's good that's great though isn't that your dad's desk shouldn't you be like on a on like a normal chair no my dad's in his office because we're recording on the friday today and so i'm in the little room which is a tiny room underneath my house but it's quiet so it's a good place good place to be good yeah i um i'm in my parents office right now uh my dad he works from home and my mom has a podcast storied recipe and you know we, it's just it's just a place that everyone's alone not to go into because there's always something going on a phone call or you know yeah so it's if, great if we shout out the storied recipe on our podcast will she shout out uh our podcast on her podcast that, that's i hope a so because she I hope so. She's got like a thousand listeners, so we, we could get... Yeah, I was, ba- yeah, I was yeah. about to say, basically, all the listeners on, on our podcast probably already know about and listen to her podcast, so it really only benefits us, but, but we can hope, ladies and gentlemen. Would you yeah, like well, to... Yeah, because uh, the thing is, because her, her Instagram fan base is like huge. I mean, she's been working on that for like a year, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. You want to hit it with all your right, article? So- all right, um, so my article, it's just, it's sort of like a no, it's sort of like a duh moment. Uh, Utah Poison Control Center reminds everyone not to take poison. Interesting. Okay, so is there any story there, or, like, what's what's the headline there? Or, or what's the, not, not what's the headline, what's the, what's the article below? Well, I think the headline is sort of a little bit clickbait because um, afterwards it's like, you know, don't never, never refer to medicine as candy and, you know, clean out your medicine cabinet. Yeah. So I think I think they're kind of uh, stretching it a little bit and calling medicine poison. Yeah, that that's definitely a possibility. Um, I wonder if because children are at home more and instead of being at school. Uh, as often if like poison control and, and poison, you know, that they've have to do more things because of um, just generally kids having more free time or if because, you know, kids are always being watched by their parents since they're always home, then poison control has actually had less calls. Yeah, honestly, I think that, I mean, when when you're a baby, you can do like anything because you ha- you just have so much time on your hands. Like you you can do anything you want, honestly. That's that's very true. I mean, now you're you're kind of limited to what you can do, obviously, because 
as a two or three year old, there's only so much you can do, but you are right from a, from a time standpoint, you really do have so much time. I mean, you, you get like, you, I mean, you get all day, you have no school, you have, I mean, really nothing. Yeah. It would be nice to have the, the time of a five-year-old or, or three-year-old, but you know, the, the mind and body of, you know, like a 15, 16 year old, 14, 15, 16 year old, you know, tons of time. Yeah. And then you can just do whatever you want all day. I I do agree with you on on some on some parts, but I do feel like at some point, uh, like like maybe almost maybe like three weeks in the end of summer break, I just start to get really bored because honestly, like doing school from home is way better than doing school at like school. But it I I would like to do do something like school just to keep myself occupied for a little bit because having nothing to do is yeah. Yeah, um, for for the listeners who might not be in Maryland, um, the Howard County public schools have been closed down for the rest of the year, and we're now taking all of our classes virtually online, which is an interesting experience. Yeah, so um, I know, like, my brother, he's like, well, I'd much rather go back to school. What about you? Um, I, I enjoy school at home. I think there are, obviously, there are, there's some concentration issues, and obviously we're not necessarily able to get all the work done that we are. Maybe normally we would be able to, but uh, I'm I'm enjoying it. Yeah, I think I'm able to work a little bit better at home than I would at school, just because I remember saying this in like the first episode, and I'm just gonna say it again. Even though, I mean, th- I mean, there's four boys, in- well, including me. There's four kids in the family, and it's it's less distracting than it is at school yeah that that's kind of saying something but um it really is really is. yeah so all of our classes are happening over google meet and it's a little bit funny because uh some of my teachers are they're they're not entirely sure how to work them or work the work the kind of program a couple of times teachers have just completely left the class like accidentally x'd out or ended the call somehow and so We've had some kind of amusing times or amusing things like that happened, have happened before. Yeah, my my teachers know how to work it. Though one time it was awesome. My teacher, he had nothing to say, so um, I got in. Like as soon as I got in, he uh, he asked everyone like you know what something about um, I don't know pizza or something. I forgot. And mm-hmm. then he was like, I have nothing to say. So if you have a question, you can stay, but otherwise you can leave. And it was like two minutes after the call started. That's pretty nice. You know, um, going back to how some of our listeners might not be in um, Maryland, on this app we use to distribute our podcast, um, we, we can see the state where we're getting our listens from. And obviously we're based in Maryland, so lots of our listens come from Maryland. Um, and obviously, or I have family in South Carolina, so we get some listens to South Carolina. But we keep, we have one listen in um, Oregon, and I would really like to know who listened to the podcast in Oregon. And if there is a listener out there who's listening in Oregon, email us in and tell us how you found us. Or if there's somebody who's in Oregon when they listen to this podcast, please email us in because I would really like to know who from Oregon listening to our podcast yeah i've actually i've actually been wondering that a lot so um we we have some 
from um we have some in California, which I don't yeah. know if that's I don't know if that's anybody we know either, but I I'm not really sure I know anybody who lives in California. So yeah, any if any people who live in not Maryland or South Carolina would like to email us in and tell us what state they're from and how they found our podcast, that would that would be awesome. Because be awesome. we have a few states that I'm surprised to see. Yeah, yeah. Okay, um, so I'm going to I'm going to share my article now, if that's cool with you, Marcus. All right. Um, so the, the, the headline of this article is, Some kids snuck into a ballpark and recorded a fairly pleasant message on a camera. So basically, um, the announcer for the Jackson Generals, which is kind of a, it's kind of like a minor league um, team, a minor league baseball team. Uh, he's the, the, this guy, Andrew Chapman, he's the announcer for this team. And when he came back to his office after um, the coronavirus pandemic, he found this video that some just random kid had recorded on it. And so apparently the kid just broke into the stadium, recorded a message on the camera, and then just left. Didn't take anything, didn't touch anything. It didn't do anything bad except for you know, recording a message on the camera. And um, you want me to read out the message for you? Yeah, I was just about to ask. Okay, he said, uh, it's April 26th, uh, 2020. I decided to sneak into the ballpark amidst all this, you know, quarantine crap. I was very bored sitting at home, you know, not continuing the future like I should have been. Been stuck inside, and I figured I would leave something on this found camera I found in case all this gets back to normal and someone finds this. And I'm sure someone will because this stadium is bound to open up at some point. That's all he said. He, he just said that and left. Honestly, I th- there are those people that just do it like for the thrill of just, you know, sneaking in and Nope. Yeah, it, it kind of seems to me that he was just super bored and that, that he just kind of had nothing to do and he just recorded the message and left. It, that's kind of that's kind of funny. Yeah, I think, um, I mean, honestly, he seems like a pretty, you know, good kid not to have take because I'm sure there's some pretty valuable stuff in there. Yeah. Um, because, I mean, there are some, you know, well-known baseball players in there probably. And that there are things that, like, that they own or, you know, just uh, things that... Because, like, if, you were, if I were to get, like, an autograph from some random dude on the street, well, that wouldn't really mean anything. But if I got an autograph from, like, some super famous baseball player, well, that would mean something. So I just feel like it, he could have gotten something from that person... If that they left there and just, you know, just taking it, yeah, I think it it, it would have been really like worth a lot. Yeah, I think that in in this particular team, this is a minor league team, so the players probably wouldn't have been as well known. But yeah, it is it is interesting, or, or it's good that he didn't take anything. What do you mm-hmm. think the most? Where do you think the most interesting place to sneak into when it was completely empty would be? Well, I think it'd be. Awesome. I think it'd be awesome to sneak into like a Costco or something. When it was completely empty. Completely empty. Now there, I know. I know. No, I'm, I remember like maybe two episodes ago. You said, "What is the? Where, where would you quarantine yourself? Well, Costco. Where would you sneak in? Costco. Like, 
Yeah. I felt like you kind of have an obsession with Costco here. Yeah, basically. Um, I'll tell you a funny story. So I, I'm a big, big soccer fan, and I'm, I play the game. I love it. And so one of, the, one of the things I do practice is I go up to my old middle school and kick the soccer ball – oh, sorry, my old elementary school and kick the soccer ball off the wall there. Now, you know, it's, it's a building, so the, the brick wall is pretty high, but sometimes I'll mishit a ball or it'll bounce weird and it'll go on the roof. And when school was in session, it was always a big risk to get up on the roof and go find it. And um, you might be wondering, oh, well, how did you get up on the roof? There's a little, I found this little um, electrical box and then this line I could climb up onto and go up on the roof. And so when school was actually happening, or if it was when school was still in session, it was actually a bit risky to go up there because apparently the custodians could hear my footsteps. And one time this custodian came out and yelled at me for being on the roof um but she seemed more worried that just after i explained her that i hit the soccer ball up there she just seemed mm, happier that i was not hurt rather than i was climbing on the roof but now that there's nobody in the building i can climb up on the roof anytime i want to retrieve my soccer ball so that's that's an interesting experience it's kind of cool being on the roof of a of a school yeah um, I've had, like, just the opposite experience, where no one, because, you know, we're not technically supposed to go into the track at my older brother's high school, right? Yeah. Well, we, uh, m- well, my brother and I, we dro- we rode our bikes there maybe, I think, two Saturdays ago, and what happened was we, um, we had just got in there, and some lady running past, um, she yelled at us. She was like, if you don't get out there, I'm calling the police. And so, um, of course, I mean, we, we got scared, so we, we, we got out of the track. But I, it's just that, because you said that because no one else is there, that's the best time to go. Well, I feel like for the track, uh, it's the worst time to go because we're not supposed to be. Yeah, breaking quarantine laws. Ooh, ooh. Called the quarantine police. I have been breaking laws. Yep. It's, it's a good thing we don't have any police officers listening to this podcast, or else they would be coming well, to you. I mean, we'll, I don't know. Do, do we know yeah, that? We don't, I guess we don't know that. If we, we do have any that. police officer listening to this, email us in. Uh-oh. And then All right, so- come and arrest Marcus. It'll be interesting to do a podcast from jail. Okay, okay. So we are going to take a break, and when we come back, we will do some quotes of the week and emails and Wikipedia roulette. I almost forgot. That is if Marcus is not in jail. I would like to apologize because I know that it's been a while since I've uploaded a video. School, school, school stuff got in the way, 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 and we'll get right into it. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to part two of Caleb and Marcus Uncensored. Would you like to go ahead with your Wikipedia article? Yeah. So, um, my Wikipedia article, it's about Crosby High School. It It's in Texas. And it's, um, it's basically, it's a normal, it's a normal high school, you know, 1600 students, uh, grades nine through 12. It's got all the normal classes, all that. I just find it funny because there, um, the, the, so it says football is as high on the list of priorities at Crosby High School, and 
I'm just wondering, is it normal football or is it football, like American football? Well, it just depends. Is it in, is the high school in America or is the high school in any other country? Yeah, that's a good point. It's in Texas. So definitely football is the most definitely football. American football is the most important thing. Definitely. Yeah. Um, so you know, it so now that we got that cleared up, the football coach, the American football coach, uh, Jeff Riordan, is paid more than the principal. That that's that, how high football is on the list wow. of priorities. That is is do you think he's related to related to Rick Riordan? I actually hadn't. I actually hadn't thought of that. I doubt it. But yeah, you know, I really doubt it as well. But doubt it. That's that's odd. Um, but yeah, it's uh, he good. he gets he. I mean, he actually it's not a small amount more either. Wow, I'm I'm kind of surprised about that. I mean, it seems yeah. like running a school would be more important than winning some football games, but you know. Maybe he's just like a really, really good coach, you know, and they really want to keep him. So they're like, you know what? We'll pay you. Yeah, maybe. This much. Okay, yeah. so is there anything else? Anything um, else? Um, there's there's a couple. There's, there's a couple um, just things about like its achievements and all that. Um, it. It's won football a lot of times. Um, also, oh, it has like, um, it's got like every sport on the face of the earth. Now it Wait, says what do you district. Mean by that? It that this high school plays like every sport there is. I I kind of doubt that. That that seems like I don't know. Oh, they have an anime club. Hmm. So, I don't know. Um, also, it's just... What's District 19-4A, do you know? It's probably just a... Um, it's just probably because, just kind of a region, I don't know. Yeah, because it says it's a sport. I'm going to I'm gonna have to dive into that later. If any listeners happen to know what that is, email in. Um... Yeah, it just there's been a couple incidents, all that, and then yeah, that's it. Nothing too okay. fancy. Interesting. Um, so my article is the third hum awards. You know, before we move on, it's funny because sometimes with Wikipedia Roulette, you really hit a gold mine. Um, you know, like last week's the the Russian Minister of Sports, and then sometimes oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, you never really know. It's just some random high school that you have to have to talk about for for three minutes. But um but yeah, that an interesting factoid about the the coach and the principal. So my article is the third hum awards. And I got pretty excited when I saw this because I thought it was a competition to see. It was like a, as a humming competition and it was to see who can like hum the best. Right. But it's just, it's just honoring fashion music and hum television dramas. So it, it's not as interesting as I thought it would be, but I was really hoping there was going to be, it was going to be a contest to see you can do the best humming. Yeah, actually, I um, I, I thought something completely different when I when I heard the word hum. So my parents, uh, obviously, like we we mentioned before, were Christian, and there's this thing called helping out mission. It's for it's for people who um 
maybe they don't have a home or they're you know struggling with uh just they're struggling with things in their life and they they really need like help uh home is like helping out mission is just a place where they can go to you know get like free meals and learn about the bible and all that yeah so that's, that's, that's good i thought it was like a friendly competition between some of the people at home which is yeah. what i thought but no it just turns out it's a it's um basically a middle eastern um fashion and music competition but so not as interesting we thought it was going to be but still kind of interesting if you're into um united arab emirates music yeah i've never really understood like the whole you know dancing competitions and music comp like Actually, I can sort of understand music competitions, partly because I'm part of the music program at my school. But, like, yeah. dancing competitions, I don't understand. Like, who can dance the best? Well, this doesn't make sense. Hmm. Okay. Would you like to move on to your quotes? Yeah, sure. So, I know in the first half we talked about quarantine a lot. Okay. So, this week... um. I happened to choose the one that kept that theme going. Um, okay. People say nothing is impossible, but I do nothing every day. And well, I feel like I'm sure this quote, this quote was has been around for way more than I don't know, like four months. But it's just, it's just like I find it really interesting that they took they took words and they you know, turned it into, they made it very little. Yeah. That's, that's, that's surprisingly, like you said, that that's, that's surprisingly, um, that, that works surprisingly well with the whole quarantine thing, because I feel like we're basically doing nothing every day. Yeah. Unless, unless we, uh, go to jail, because we go into the, uh, track. Yeah, unless you go to jail, and then and then you still might be doing nothing every day, except you'll just be doing nothing from jail. Yeah, it's a good point, actually. And this is like the whole reason we started this podcast, anyway, just because we wanted to you know, have something to have something to do. Have something to do. Also, I I do enjoy it. Do you? Oh yeah, I love it. It's it's I do. really I fun. It's fun. Yeah. 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 Well, um. Is that it, or should we do your quote? Um, I think we can do my quote, but I accidentally exited out of the page I was looking for it on, so you might need to fill some about 20 seconds of space. All right. With, with talking, I mean, with talking. All right, yeah. Um, so just on this other quote, you know, there is a, there's another quote, and um, it's, I don't really know, I think it's a good, I think it's a pretty good quote, but um, it's just, it's, very, it's a very interesting one. War is God's way of teaching Americans geography. <laughs> and honestly, I feel like that, I don't, I don't want to make light of war, but that might be true because I, I mean, I actually, no, I'm just starting to learn my geography, like for real, but before, I mean, it's like, 
I had no idea where my geography was. I mean, I thought Spain was in America. No, okay, that that sounds a little bit ridiculous, but you know, if but so we haven't had, but we haven't fought a war with Spain. So how would you know where Spain is? Oh, that's a good point. I mean, mm-hmm. I guess that's why I thought it was in. You know, that's why I thought it was in America, because the only people we haven't fought a war against is America. Actually, that's not true. Yeah. Never mind. We fought a so, war with, like, everybody. Yeah. Okay. Um, Let's move on to emails, because we're running out of time, and uh, we, we have some good emails that we want to make sure we get in before... Before we have to wrap this up, so right. um, last week I think we got three emails from um, Mr. Maderi, who is my chemistry teacher, and I think we got a fourth email from him this week, and I'll just read it out to you now. Uh, hi, Caleb and Marcus. I had a similar experience to the whole my mom stealing a car thing. My grandmother and I were at the war racetrack when I was a kid, and we got into a car that looked exactly like hers in the parking lot. I buckled up, and she put the car in the ignition, and it wouldn't turn. It took a few seconds to realize it was the exact same car in the exact same color, and the couple happened to leave their car unlocked, so we got in it. That That's pretty great. Um, as for the survival gear you mentioned, I'm the same way. I have all sorts of survival things I like to take camping with me. And toward the end of the episode four, you mentioned uh, garden pestilences, and I immediately thought of one. As you might already know, I'm a huge Office fan. Uh, I think you are too, Marcus, so I think you'll, I am. you'll I, appreciate it's, this. It's probably one of the best, you know, uh, shows that i've watched in a while okay there's a particular line that i vividly remember for the sole reason that the character says a garden past sentence but the other characters don't realize it i'm not sure if it was on purpose or not but here it is michael scott burns his foot and dwight who is helping him who's helping take care of him says i am the assistant regional manager i can take care of him part of my duties are too both pam and michael look at him as if he didn't finish the sentence and they all pause um he then he gives us a link to the to the little clip and i've looked at fair use laws and i think it's okay for us to play this so i'm going to play it now and if there are any lawyers out there we're going to get in trouble you can tell us we're going to jail for a second time ham i am assistant regional manager and i can take care of him part of my duties are to Okay, um, so yeah, I think that's really interesting. Uh, I actually the first time I listened to it, I I was confused too because I remember I vividly remember watching that episode because it was actually an interesting one, but um, because he burned his foot on like a George Foreman grill and it it was just so stupid, and um, but I do I do remember being he was like part of my duties are two, and I look I, I looked at I looked at my my brother and I was like. Was that on purpose? Like, mm-hmm. um, but okay, na- now, you, but now I realize. Yeah, sure. Sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. Sorry, yeah. I completely no, interrupted uh, you there. Sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, but now, now I realize that it says I can take care of him. Part of my duties are two, and by two, he's referring to where he said I can take care of him. Yeah. Um. Uh, listeners is a little bit hard since I'm not actually looking at Marcus to kind of tell when he's about to keep talking or whenever we need to move on to the second thing. Um, it'll be, I'm not sure if 
work if if that's a step we're going to but it, it'll be it would be nice to be able to record um in person so you can see when a person was about to talk or finish their sentence yeah but would you like yep. to read the next email yeah uh this one um Kaylin marcus we enjoyed today's broadcast it's very entertaining and i like learning about your world i like the expression having a go at something it seems quite positive um, she also mentions, you know, in the Harry Potter books, they frequently use the word brilliant, and she can see announcers using that word to describe great soccer plays. Oh, that was brilliant. Takes it around the keeper, pass one man, pass another. Oh, and it's top corner. Can't stop that. I was suspecting something like that. Um, in, I like that, I like that. Anyway, she also says, you know, she's reading a book by Dorothy Sayers, and there's a character in there named Peter Whimsey, and Peter says, I should jolly well think not. Um, I should jolly says, well think not. Jolly, know, jolly well, think well not. Quite, you know, we'll get, we'll get in that accent. We'll, yeah. we'll get in that accent section in without even adding it in. I'm, I'm working on the British accent. You're having a go at me, mate. That's terrible. I don't know about that. Offended uh, old Britain. Yeah, she she just says you know jolly well sounds very British, and then one more thing, um, another British expression. He also says, uh, referring to Miss Harriet Vane, which is another character in the book. Um, he says, "Good egg, uh, yeah, good egg. Oh, excellent, excellent egg." He now, uh, I'm confused because why would you call someone a good egg? Like, I think it's just. I think it just means like a good person, like oh, you know, you're you're a, you're a good egg, or you know, you're you're a good lad. I think I, I don't really yeah. know. But um, like, how how did that come about? Like, I don't know. It does seem it does sound like a very antiquated expression. Um, I don't. I'm not really sure that lots of British people use it now, but that's certainly interesting. Yeah. Well. I think that's all we can milk out of this email. You want to read yours? Yeah. Well, as I say, we're about to start a um, we're gonna start a trend of just people emailing us in British phrases. You know what? I wouldn't be mad about that. It gives me a chance yeah. to use my horrible British accent. <laughs> I I do love the British accent. Okay. Um, we have too. four emails today, which is. I think the most we've ever gotten. So way to go, listeners. And I look forward to hearing from you guys again. But um, here's the third. Uh, hello. We, we just finished your podcast. And I was thinking that if an animal was sitting in the seat of a coach, it would be best if it was an eagle for the Philadelphia Eagles or a or or for the Chicago Cubs had a, had a bear. I think she means the Chicago Bears. Um, the Chicago Cubs are a baseball team, I believe. Um, and then she talks about a homonym for there, there, or there, um, which I always get confused. I would basically be, be, my life would be basically over if I didn't have Grammarly because I always use the wrong form of there. Yeah. I, I remember uh, in fifth grade, my teacher, she would write a sentence on the board and we had to put like, ev- and we had to write down every single part of speech that every single word in the sentence was. And so I definitely learned my there, 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 uh, that, but I still do get them mixed up. And like you said, Grammarly is amazing. Yeah, I basically could not have um, survived without Grammarly. Okay, 
Um, would you like to read out your email? Uh, yeah. Uh, so this, um, I haven't read this, so very. So you just censor out any bad words you might see. Not not that there are any of them, but you know, well, if there's yeah, anything, I mean, just be editing on the fly. You know. I mean, you never know. I mean, it's Caleb Marcus uncensored. Uh, yeah, exactly. Dear Caleb Marcus, just wanted to let you know how much I'm enjoying your podcast. I look forward to listening to it each week. Well, thank you. And I learn something new from it every week. Well, thank you. I know you've already gone down the path of marketing and branding with the name Caleb Marcus Uncensored, but after listening to episode number five, I really love the idea of of titling it Caleb and Marcus Echoes of Glory. Well, thank you. Since you're not too far into it, I think you should consider a rebranding campaign. Looking forward to episode number six, Devoted Fan. Yeah, that's great. We we always well, love you. emails. Well, thank you. We always love emails from our listeners. Um, if all the other listeners out there, if you want to get in touch and have your email read out on the show, you can email us in at calebandmarcusuncensored at gmail.com. You can also find our podcast on Anchor, Spotify, or you can, our podcast is hosted by Anchor, and you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or, um, or... Anchor.fm slash Caleb and Marcus Uncensored. That's our website for the time being. Keep sharing the podcast with your friends. Get the word out there and let's help grow the podcast. Thank you for listening. See you later.